Hey, yo, this is Heath with Malcontent. You're listening to The Loud Spot with your boy Sebastian. What's up, everybody? Welcome to The Loud Spot. I'm your host, Sebastian Cosby, right out of Oklahoma City. Tonight, I'm hanging out with an awesome band called Half Past Dead. What's up, dudes? What's up, everybody? Hey, hey. So, so you guys you guys have your own studio? or or Because you guys record in the studio, right? Yeah, well, we, we uh, actually, we're kind of working remotely for different parts because we're recording an album. Um, and so our drummer's house is where we set up our uh, sort of makeshift macgyver drum studio and we're gonna record guitars kind of i guess wherever it's kind of like a gypsy studio kind of travels with us it's all sort of portable do-it-yourself sort of stuff we have no like real set in stone place we go to just because uh well we're broke (laughs) and where is the band from we're from richmond virginia richmond virginia but you You are Ethan, and you were originally born in Colombia. Is that correct? Uh, yeah, I was born in Bogota, Colombia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, Imagine- I was adopted at a very young age, so I don't know any Spanish. <laughs> well, I, I think your Colombian presence matches your hairstyle, so that's pretty cool. <laughs> it does? Oh, yeah, I guess you're right. <laughs> I think it does. So who's everyone in the band that's with you? I want them to kind of introduce themselves and tell us a little bit about what you do in the band. Yeah, let's, let's start with John over here. Hey, I'm John. I'm the drummer. I'm doing some scream vocals also. I'll catch you on all of the points. Nice. <laughs> I'm Jack Devil. I play guitar and do some backup vocals. Okay. So the only one who does the screaming is not... Do, do you got when backup vocals? Is it like singing and screaming or just mainly screaming backup? Well, it's, uh, I'll, uh, go ahead, Jack. Oh, I thought he was talking to me. Uh, I do both singing on some songs and then have time screaming. It's just basically whenever I'm needed. That's awesome. And you guys have been a band for quite a while, right? Or like, cause you guys are pretty young. And I think that your band started like when you guys were in high school. Is that, is that right? Well, it's funny. Nobody that's in the band right now was with it when it started. I started it by <laughs> myself when I was a uh, sophomore in high school. And I, we've just gone to a bunch of band members, you know, various reasons. A lot of people, they, you know, they they didn't want to work that hard, or they didn't uh, they didn't know how much it was gonna take out of their schedule. Some people weren't. We've only had a fire like what, like three people <laughs> ever, like ever, like and a lot of it's just people going. Eh, I don't, you know, I didn't know we were gonna be doing it this seriously. But um, I picked up John, what, what three, two, three years ago, somewhere in there. Something like that, yeah, about three years. Yeah, ago. and then Jack about it was about last year, somewhere t- around this time last year, we 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 picked him up. So. Um, and Mike, we, we got him recently. He's not here, but we, we picked up him, uh, a couple months ago, like two months ago. Like, yeah. <laughs> oh. So, um, but this is, uh, there are, uh, we're all in it to win it with this one. So we're, 
that's not an issue. But yeah, we're half I said as as a band has been around for a long time. But um, I mean, it's only now we've we've been uh, able to solidify and, and get our feet on the ground, and uh, we're we're working, baby. I saw some of your Facebook pictures. I scrolled through your Facebook pictures, and when I was scrolling through them, I noticed there was there used to be a, a girl in the band. Yeah, there used there used to be a couple girls in the group. Um, uh, I think we started off with with. Uh, we were a six-piece group at first. And we had uh, one girl, and then um, that one came and went. We, we've had a couple uh, come and go on different various instruments, but yeah. Cool. And I talked to you a little bit last night. I'm going to ask Jack this question, and then I'm going to ask Mark. Is that his name, Mark, in the back behind you? That's John. John, John, John. John. Okay, so Jack and John, the double J's. <laughs> the, the double J's. Uh, Jack, what is... Uh, what are your major influences in music? Because I listen to a lot of your music. I listen to your band. Uh, last night I was actually on the phone with Ethan, and we were going through some of the songs. Your and your styles vary. And I kind of asked Ethan last night, but I'm curious to hear your answer about your influences and different kind of styles of music that you like. Well, uh, I'm influenced by a lot. Uh, the big, the big guys that I'm uh, influenced by is like Zach Wild. Uh, Black Sabbath, Eddie Van Halen, all those Rip. monsters of rock. But I'm also influenced in like nice. Why are you laughing? No, you look like you listen to country. Yeah. <laughs> you look like you listen to a little bit of country. Nothing's wrong with that. I listen to a little bit of country too. I listen. To, okay. Yeah. What about what about you, John? Oh gosh. Um, well, there's two different things. Um, musically, I'm huge on um, Avatar. Um, they're huge to me. Um, Death Clock. Let's see. Architects is new to me. A lot of stuff like that. Um, Mick Gordon, the guy who made the Doom soundtrack. Yeah. Amazing. <laughs> um, as a drummer, Gene Hoagland, which was Death Clock. Um, Thomas Lang is a huge one. I love that man to death. Like, he's huge influence to me. That's awesome, man. And Ethan, what about you? Because I like how you guys have all different influences. What are yours? Oh, man. Well, first, I want to clarify to, to anyone listening that's a fan of FSZ. I have a stage name. I go by Alexander Black, but oh, it's okay. like, so you've been misnaming me. I don't care. <laughs> it's like a fun thing we do. I don't care. What are they going to do? Attack me? They might. People are crazy. <laughs> you're but, um, you're my, right. <laughs> my influence. Oh, man. Okay. So I got to see my first love was blues. I, I my, my, uh, my first guitar teacher really brought me up on blues. So that's like John Lee Hooker, Muddy Waters. Uh, of course, Eric Clapton is a later blues artist. But um, I love I love everything, honestly. Like Elvis to, to the Doors to to I love jazz artists. Like I love Benny Goodman. He's one of my favorite jazz because the dude revolutionized uh, not only like the clarinet, but his his orchestrations were amazing. I love classical music. I really got getting into um, uh, romantic era classicism. I really listening to that a lot lately. Um, I love, of course, metal. I like hard rock, pop punk. I grew up on Therefore Tomorrow and Mayday Parade. But I also I'm a huge fan of Black Veil Brides. Alice, I met Alice Cooper, Billy Idol, I, everything, all nice. over the place. I don't care what it is. You know, you know, be... I was going to ask you if you have a stage name. Like I was going to say, do you guys have stage names? And I should, I normally ask people that because they go by different names usually than what their name really is. And so, so Alexander is your middle name, right? Yes, sir. Yeah. Do you go by Alexander normally? Like nobody calls you Ethan. I, I people call me Alexander if they only know me from Half Best Dead or if I'm at a show or if I'm okay. you know, doing. You know, that kind of thing. Uh, oh, uh, I go by Megalodon off of the Megalodon. <laughs> nice. Buddy of mine named that off when I was playing some 
shark-related game, and I've lost my mind, and I've been using it ever since. Jack, do you have some nickname also? Are you just Jack? Jack Devil? Uh, yeah, it's a whole thing, because I create, like, mosh pits and go crazy on stage, so. Well, yeah. well, I go by Sebastian, and that's all I go by. So, <laughs> some, some people call me Seabass, but I never told them to do that. They just make it so. <laughs> they make up their own head. They kick his ass, Seabass. I'm like, yeah, fuck you, dude. Okay. <laughs> that's cool. <laughs> so, I like to, I listen to Words, words, by, uh, words Like Violence. Uh, last night, I checked it out. I love this song. This song, really, I got the secret to how, uh, god damn it, I'm just going to call you Ethan. I'm call, okay, Alexander. I'm going to call you Alexander, okay? From how, from how he recorded it. On, it's this song, right, where you do the weird mic recording? Is it, is it, oh, yeah, I didn't tell you guys about that. Oh, secrets out. <laughs> yeah, I, we'll, we'll talk about it later. We're going to play Words Like Violence right now, and then we're going to get to it. Here we go. This is Half Past Dead. Would things be easy?
Dude, that song, like, okay, I know I told it to you during the middle of when the song was playing. That song, to me, the beginning of it is very, the way you sing is very, in, that, in this song anyways, because all your songs kind of sound a little bit different. I thought it was very Alkaline Trio-y. Like, the way you sing, like, the, 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 your voice with the actual singing instead of just talking real fast, you know, it, like, it, like, flows through the song. And I told you, it's like a deep song. It's like a beautiful song because it's like, it's like almost wrong to make it sound so nice. You know, like, is that, is that, is that makes sense. But then you guys also mentioned Beartooth and it's like, you have that metal edge. Then you have that kind of that rock or that, that punk, like that kind of style of punk mixed together. And this is the first band. I think this is the most genuine two mixes of styles that I've heard put together. So, holy shit, that's a great comment. Yeah, so yeah, dude, that's awesome. That that is really, really, really good. Uh, what what is that song? I mean, I, I heard the song, but in your own words, what's that like? How do you interpret your lyrics to that song? Yeah, uh, words like violence. Um, I don't want to get too much into it because it's sort of a very personal matter. But I mean, again, we write our songs based on personal things that happen so people can relate to us. I mean, that's what it's all about. We're on a podcast but, um, and you want people to relate to you, so spit it out. So uh, I got into an argument uh, with with uh, some of my family members. And, I mean, this this was a really stressful time in our in my family right now. We're fine. Now everything's fine. But at the time, it was it was things got heated like really quickly and words were said and it was not good. And so I just, I, I went into my music room and I just wrote this song. Um, and, and uh, I wrote the lyrics first and then I, I went in the next day and I just, I worked on the music and I said, let me get the chorus down and get a good melody here. And uh, it's, it's really much about, it, it could be about a lot of things. It's, it could be about, you know, arguments within families and, and, and toxicity and stuff, but it's also sort of, uh, I, I find it true uh, with toxic relationships too. I find that um, the lyrics kind of resonate with um, people that uh, manipulate you, people that don't bring activity in, in your world and, and, and seek to only bring you down to their level. Um, and, and that's kind of, that's kind of what the song is for me. It's sort of like a anthemic um, sort of like you're in, you're, you're between a rock and a hard place. Like if I, I do this and the person will do this. But if I don't do this, I don't respect myself. So that's kind of what I'm, what I think of it. What, uh, does anyone, when you, now when you put songs together, is there anybody else in the band? Like does Jack or John, do they like Jack, do you ever, do you ever give input on like the lyrics or is that all just Alexander? Uh, lyrics wise, uh, as you hear in the song, Alex got good taste in lyrics and yep. knows how to have a good flow. So I kind of leave it at that. But once we uh, hit guitars is when that's when I start putting my input and judgment on things like that. But I will give them my honest opinion on anything. I think that, so song, that. I think that song really, really flows well. Um, John, as a drummer, I know you're a drummer, right? So I'm a drummer and I never, but you know, as a drummer, I always had like a lot of input because I was like really loud and I tell everyone what the fuck to do all the time in my band. I'm like, I, yeah. even though I was a drummer, I'm like, it's my band. So you guys going to do what I say. But, you know, I also have a podcast, so I, I'm very talkative. <laughs> so it's like, it's easy for me to just kind of di- like direct traffic and tell people what to do. And as a drummer, I did that, you know, and, and, but John, uh, do you, do you ever, do you ever do any of, uh, of directing or like, this needs to be like this, or this needs to be like this to help out like your drumming style? Um, not necessarily. There's been a few tracks that he sent me just like blank tracks and I've 
you know, written the jumps for them. I'll give him like a base idea and he'll enhance it a little bit. Um, as for like saying what should be what, me and Alexander mostly we'll sit down and talk and go back and forth for a few hours about different ideas. And we're we're both drummers too. Yeah. Like I drum oh. and so we, we kind of connect on that level to where we kind of have a we're yeah. usually on the same page for a lot of things. Yeah. But you have to have a lot better ideas than I do, more creative ideas <laughs> for yeah. Yeah, you know, like today we spent like four hours in the studio just with a few ideas. Yeah, like the songs were pretty much done and ready to be professionally made and recorded professionally. Um, <laughs> quote, quote, unquote. <laughs> yeah, but we spent like four hours with just the idea of adding some ice creams in certain places, and that, yeah, it just ended up really good. Yeah, that we're is really hyped to come out. That is that is so so freaking cool, dudes. Um, and, and also you guys are also super nice people like Alexander, who I call him Ethan, AKA, uh, super. I talked to him last night and honestly, well, the nicest dudes I've talked to, like just, just chilling, having, having some talks and talking about the band's music. So thank you for sending me the music. Thank you for taking the time last night to listen to the songs and create, create a set list for us. So I'm going to play unbreakable right now. And then we're going to talk a little bit about that song and then we're going to talk a little bit about your concerts and things like that. So here is Unbreakable by Half Past Dead. Awesome.
so much energy to it like it's you know i can only imagine have you guys played that song live yet we no. have not and i am dreading it because i swear to god jack i'm so because because we, we, we have to i have to brush up on guitar that song is a bitch on guitar because the riff is so fucking hard <laughs> and, and i hate myself for writing it but it's such a cool riff but i'm like god i hate playing it playing it a few days ago just trying to uh learn it and get all the mannerisms because I'm trying to add some stuff to it, and I all I just kept screaming was, uh, screw you, Ethan. <laughs> screw you. <laughs> I know you're paying. Yeah, because I write hard drum parts for him, too. And here's the other thing. I write, like, really difficult things for some weird reason. Like, I give him weird drum parts, I write weird guitar parts, and I write for Show Me The Way, one of our songs. It is the hardest song for me to sing, because it's right at the top of, like, a baritone's vocal range. And my me and my vocal teacher have been working on that for, like, weeks. Yeah. So, yeah. The worst part about our dynamic is that he'll give us hard riffs, and then me, I'll try and make them harder. Or just like with John with drum parts, he likes to make them more complex, and we're like, why are we doing this to ourselves? <laughs> you, you know, you know, you know what you guys could do. Since he doesn't really go by Ethan, you guys can actually start a band called Fuck You Ethan, and he doesn't have to be in it. And then he just writes songs about... No, I would love to be in that band. <laughs> he can't even be in the band. And you know what? We're not even going to let him know about the band until you guys do a band interview with me, and then we'll tag him in it for the podcast. <laughs> That's basically it. <laughs> that would be so That would be so funny, dude. You know, everyone... You know, it's good to be complicated, but it sucks to be overcomplicated. But I can tell because you go to school for music, and just by talking to you... Um, I can tell you think what you say before you say it, and I can tell you kind of you're. I don't know if you're. I don't know you to know this, but from what I get, it's almost like I bet you're kind of somewhat a perfectionist, and you when you when you want it done, you're not going to quit until it gets done. Somewhat is an understatement. I I am oh. insanely meticulous. I like in the studio, you'll see. Like when we were working, I was like because there was a certain drum pattern that I wanted, yeah. and it was to the T exactly like this is the rhythm it is and he would do the right rhythms maybe in like the, the places that I was going maybe not there and we keep doing take our take until he got it and I do the same thing with guitars bass vocals piano whatever it is so I call yeah. it whiplash oh, yeah. syndrome <laughs> so hey so did I get that right you got that 110 percent I mean, right look I'm very good at reading people like off the bat it's it's the way you speak and the way you carry yourself and your personality just from the first five minutes of even talking to you yesterday I already knew that 
If you're going to be in a band with this dude, you better fucking have your shit correct. And that's, like, I want to go back to people that, that, you know, we've had, like, 30 people in and out of our band. And it's mostly because they couldn't work under that condition. They weren't good enough or they weren't humble enough to, to really do that. And that's why, you know, I'm glad I have everyone in the band right now because they're very talented. They're hardworking. And, often, like, you know, again, I write most of the songs, but I, I'm totally, you know, open to, like, suggestions. And oftentimes they're way better than what, I, what I'd written. So it really works that way you know and, and these guys are really good writers too let's i mean we're working on new stuff all the time and they have really aw- like jack has written some awesome riffs john is a really good lyricist very wow. underrated lyricist he's a great drummer he's a good conceptualizer of stuff so i love working with these guys it's well, awesome one thing people have to realize and i don't know that they do and you guys are now at a point where you're growing your musical careers i would say just a little bit and getting some recognition and that's going to continue to grow people don't realize being in a band as fun as it is you got to treat a band like a business. You got to treat it like it like you have to think like a business, act like a business, market yourself like a business and really work hard to to write good good music. You can't just, "Oh, it's so cool. I'm going to go get laid by a bunch of chicks cuz I'm in a band." That's not that how that never happens. Whoever <laughs> said that is a fucking liar. <laughs> and that's just not the way that's just not the way it is. And, and no. it's it's always cool to be in a band and think that's it's gonna be fun to be in a band. And it is super fun. And playing shows it's really fun. But you gotta bring business and you know, sometimes it's difficult working with someone who's real meticulous. But if they can't if they can't if they can't um if they can't stand the heat, get the fuck out the kitchen, right? Well, the other thing is, I want to add to that. It's it's only fun if, if you learn the parts and, and you and you do your work. You know, it's work. Like, these guys will tell you, it's it's hard work. We do rehearsals. And um, our shows, we sweat our asses off. Jack is one of those guys. Jack, tell them what happens after every show that you've done with Half Best Dead. Oh, um, I call it uh, being too slipknot. I black out every time, and I'll have to call Ethan or John being like, hey, what? What happened? <laughs> what did I do? <laughs> that is so funny. I thought you were going to say you puke after every show because you go too hard. Uh, <laughs> oh, no. One of these days, that might happen. So, uh, that Unbreakable song has a lot of energy to it. Once again, to me, people can disagree with me. Everyone has their own fucking opinions. I don't give a fuck. It's my podcast. I think that really? shit really was a little bit alkaline trio. Like, I think you, you have that sound. For that, and you know what? People are gonna be like, "No, no, you're wrong." Well, you know what? I don't care. I think I'm right, and you're not gonna change my opinion because it's an opinion, and that's what I have. So, it's the- well, I listen to a lot of Alkaline Trio, but it's funny because I never really actively had that inspire anything for Half Best Dead. But I guess it creeps into my subconscious like that. that when you hear your songs now, and I, I mentioned that to you yesterday when we when we were talking on the <laughs> Zoom call, I, go back, listen to your music, listen to some Alkaline Trio songs, and you can kind of hear because. The way that uh, I think it's Matt Skiba is that the singer's name? I think Matt so. Skiba, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So and he's in Blink One Eighty Two now. Uh, but the way he sings for Alkaline Trio, um, his style is very like rhythmic. You know, uh, it doesn't. It's not just fast because the songs are sometimes fast. But he has that. I, if I could sing, I would give you an example. But I trust me, <laughs> trust me. I'll get no followers, and everyone will unsubscribe to my podcast if I start singing right now. <laughs> so okay. I want to play Ready. We got two more songs to play. We got Ready for the Ride, and we got a song called Half Past Dead. Uh, ha- I love bands that ha- that name a song after their band name. I think it's super cool. I, I you know, and the, is that the one that has that like uh, that swing kind of? No, that's Ready for the Ride. Okay. That one that's what we're gonna play. Bluesy jazz sort of piece. Hey, and I want to I want to thank you. And this is 
we're not going to talk about it, but I want to thank you, Ethan, and the rest of the band for I gave you guys some advice about a month or two ago, month and a half ago. And I know you guys have taken my advice to heart and you're listening to what I said. And so I'm telling you, like, I, I, I'm not like the best person to take advice from, but I do talk to a, with a lot of bands. And I appreciate you taking my criticism as positive instead of negative because that shows you're really ready to grow and learn. Well, we went through, me when I went over to John's place and I, went, I was listening to our, our album on the way here and I was going, hey, I, I was talking to Sebastian the other day and he made a good point that some of our songs that are really good are, 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 are too long for radio. And I said, I mean, you know, kind of, you know, I kind of have this attitude with, with music where it's like, you know, the song is as long as it's going to be. You know what I mean? Right. Like, kind of like, what, kind of like what Queen did with Bohemian Rhapsody. Like, you know, fuck you. Right. You know, no, true. But also, I, I agree, like, you know, the songs, you know, that we went through them and we're like, yeah, we probably, we can probably cut some of this out. And we cut down one of our, one of our six and a half minute songs to like a five minute song. And I'm like, and that still works. And it's actually in a yeah, better, and, and, um, and we do that live at like, like Jack, you know, we, we cut down like, uh, on the evil that you make and on, uh, I still believe, uh, we, we cut, we cut those down. And, um, just because when I wrote them, I was like, oh yeah, this is, I'll just plop two choruses here. And then when we went through, when the four of us got together, we were like, I don't think we need this. It goes on too long. So right. you were right. But it need, I needed you to. I needed someone other than myself to tell me that. It's 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 hard when you're in the band to to hear, like you hear music so much that you really can't critique yourself. It's really hard to critique. You need an outside influence critiquing you guys. But let's go play. Let's play "Ready for the Ride" right now because this song I like. This is the one that has that cool little catchy swingy. Yeah, this song's dope. All right, "Ready for the Ride" with Half Past Dead. Let's rock it. Slayer of man, run pretty baby, what a size you can 
Guys, man, you guys are going to continue to grow and do really well at your young age. I can't wait for like next year when you guys really, really kill it. I mean, like literally, you guys are going to kill it very soon. Every band has a comedian, and I can tell right now that Jack, just from when the songs are playing off, off the, off the podcast, dude's fucking making jokes left and right, doing funny fucking hand gestures and, and facial expressions. 
So, have you always been kind of a comedian type person? And do you do that at band practice? Yeah, oh, yeah. I'll play Take on Me just out of out of even playing like Ready for the Ride. We'll go do 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 do, and right when we get to do 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 do, I'll go do 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 Nice, nice. And the wise one, not the indecisive one, is John the drummer. I'm both, man. <laughs> You're the wisely indecisive one. Yes. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> and, then, and then we have the brand behind the operation, Mr. What is it, Alexander Knight? Is that what you said? <laughs> Alexander Black. But oh, Mr. Knight this time. Let's do Knight. <laughs> Fuck it. I love it. I like Alexander Knight better. I'm just going to call you Ethan. Fuck your nicknames. Okay. <laughs> Dude, you guys have been such a good, uh, uh, fun band to have on the podcast. KP couldn't be with us tonight. He does a lot of co-hosting with me. Uh, and once again, shout out to David Tony for throwing a master on those last two songs. I love that. I love the cadence for um, Ready for the Ride. I like the da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da. That, that song is really... It's, 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 it's fun. So, um, tomorrow we have a big show coming up. We have Diabologies coming up in the afternoon. And then that night we have Nothing Short of Tragic, which I made a pretty funny Facebook video of them earlier. Uh, also, you guys in the band, if, if, if you don't have me yet, add me on Facebook and then like the page. And when I tag this thing, I'm going to tag whatever, whoever I can in it. Uh, Nothing Short of Tragic wrote my outro song. He's going to be on the show tomorrow night. Eric Bone, known that motherfucker since like ninth grade. So, should be a fun show. Peace out, and thanks for listening to The Loud Spot. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.